0: I want him to be Marlin's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Waynes brothers? Is, is that a Waynes brother?
1: Got a flag. a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with
0: themselves. I got to punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay.
2: Got a flag. Got a flag. week, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> one size fits oh. all. What about me?
3: This don't fit on me at all.
2: Say
0: Episode one sixty one of Throw the Flag. I feel like this was in a Na. It was one sixty one in a Nas lyric one time. Hankins.
1: One fifty one. Nah, yeah,
0: one one fifty one. One sip will make a brother flip. Mm. <laughs>
1: Neighbor. A
0: neighbor. A neighbor. That's right. Sorry. Uh, Cutting to the chase here, we are continuing our series of looking back. You know, the past two games that we looked back were both B- back. B- <laughs> BCS Championship games. Should we just be doing all BCS Championship games?
1: We could. It would we... make the decisions a lot
0: easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's our favorite system. Mm-hmm. So if I, can, if I can give you a short history up until the game that we're talking about in 2004 of the BCS standings. So in 1998, the, BC, uh, the top three teams were Tennessee, Florida State, Kansas State. The BCS rated Tennessee with 3.47, and of course the lower the score, the better. Florida State, 4.91. Kansas State at a distant third with almost double Florida State score at nine point nine six.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, <clears throat> and then tennis, uh, 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 t- Tennessee beat Florida State in the nineteen ninety eight BCS. Right,
3: twenty three to sixteen. our alert.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stump Creel, nineteen ninety nine. Florida State clocked in number one with a two point. I'm going to round these down to, to one decimal. Two point two. Inches. Okay. Virginia Tech, six point one. Whoa. And Nebraska at a, uh, at a close third, uh, seven point four. Florida State, of course, went on to win that. They won forty
3: six to
0: twenty nine. Stump Creel. Um, fun fact: Bama was in fourth in nineteen ninety nine with twelve point one. Um, in the 2000 season, Ohio State had a 3.3. Or I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Oklahoma had a 3.3. Florida State had a 5.4. And Miami was very close at a 5.7. hmm
2: mm-hmm.
0: So, three points... Behind Florida State in 2000, and I think we need to keep that in mind and the next uh, the next uh, 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 deficit in mind. 2001, when Miami and Nebraska played. Uh, 2001, Miami had a 2.6 rating in the BCS. Nebraska had a 7.2, which is a jillion miles in BCS ratings. Nebraska and Colorado. Nebraska was at 7.23. Colorado was at
3: 7.28. Yeah, that was the year that Nebraska uh, lost to Colorado in the Big 12 Championship game, 62-24. to um, But still got the nod because of the computers. <laughs> uh, still like Nebraska a lot. And I think it was after that season they started doing wins or something Uh to help out uh, teams? It might have been that season after Florida State and Miami uh, the year before, but I I can't
2: remember.
0: So, uh, 2002 was probably the closest between the the first... uh, It was the closest between number one and number two uh, up until the game that we're going to talk about. Miami and Ohio State, uh, and the game that we talked about two weeks ago, uh, three weeks ago, Miami was... 1.17, 1.17. Ohio State was 1.67, so a half point away. Georgia was uh, a relatively distant third, uh, 3.17, so two points away from number one. Point and a half away from Ohio State. Um, 2003. I'm I'm struggling to remember this year because 2003 was the, uh, f- Oklahoma was 5.1. LSU was 5.99, and USC was 6.15.
3: In in that scenario, Oklahoma had been number one for the whole season and then lost in the Big 12 championship game. They got drilled by Kansas State. Stumped, real. Somehow, because of the uh, computers, Mm -hmm. and the robots, uh, they they got in over... over USC, who was also really good that year, and LSU was really good that year. So that late, late, late loss did not keep them out.
0: And who won? Uh,
3: that year, LSU, LSU beat uh, Oklahoma and USC beat Michigan, and they split the title between LSU and
1: USC. Mm, that is your Swagoo-led Marcus Spears uh, LSU
0: team. The... Um, that is the main thing that I think is, like, if if 2003 was a, was a wake-up call to the BCS with the split title, I don't know what you would call the 2004 year, which is what we're going to talk about. Uh,
3: it was a year with no champion.
0: Technically. Yes, and, that's what and, we
1: would call it, is a year with no champion.
0: <laughs> and we'll get to that. In 2004, and I don't know if these calculations were so... Rearranged, but USC was at a point nine seven seven. OU, uh, Oklahoma was at a point nine six eight. Auburn was at a point nine three three.
3: That doesn't, uh, it seems to mess up the rating. So I thought the lower number would be best.
0: Yeah, it seems like they, uh, they actually, uh, so I, they must have like completely rearranged it that year. Um, but the, the moral of the, of, of the rating here is that Auburn and Oklahoma, the space between USC and Oklahoma was a lot sh- uh, smaller. In fact, uh, Almost by by probably more than a third than the space between Oklahoma and Auburn.
3: yep, there were only two spots. there weren't enough uh what was that phrase I used to say not enough holes to me something
0: so the the um as as it turns out if there was a if there was a playoff that year, because Texas Texas actually came in fourth with a very distant fourth with 0.847. Um, Texas would have been eliminated because they lost to or they they would not have won their own conference. the the playoffs if, if, if they were to actually take place that year, it would have been USC versus Utah and then Oklahoma versus Auburn and then the two winners would have met
3: oof they got the two right teams I know we'll get there but they got the two right teams
0: We'll get there, but that leads to us to the main controversy. Like we're gonna talk almost nothing about the game controversy. In, 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 I see no controversy.
3: I'll say in, that from the top. In
0: fact, let's let's just let's just talk about the game right now. Uh, it was fourteen to seven at the end of the first. It was thirty-eight to ten at the end of the at, at the uh, by halftime. USC was up thirty-eight to ten, and then USC ran away with it, fifty-five nineteen. So, Look,
1: and I got a page of notes here. Let me get that. <laughs> please. All specifically about the game. Here we go. Um, Opening scene: Ed Orgeron is in the pit trying to mm-hmm. love someone. Hell yeah. He is firing mm-hmm. these fucking.
0: Drugs. Yeah, Ed Orgeron is the uh, de- defensive coordinator at this point.
1: I think he may just be the assistant coach. Don't quote me on that, but I, I don't. I can't remember what. I don't know if I think he's just an assistant coach. I could be wrong, but yeah, he's on the staff, heavily, heavily featured in this game. Um, All the USC linemen have the sense of sight, which is just boring. (laughs) Um, Lofa Tatupu, all-time classic name. Top five name in college football history ever. Um, Bob Stoops claps like he's wearing a pinky ring.
2: (laughs) But he's not. Um, there was I'm a, sorry,
1: but he's not wearing he's not, a ring. He's not wearing one. But he claps um, weird.
3: His, his his digits are like weirdly spaced out, like three inches between yes. each digit. Yeah,
0: Hankins. Yes. Hankins, if I could stop you, uh, USC 2004 coaching staff: head coach Pete Carroll, offensive coordinator Norm Chow, defensive coordinator, <clears throat> other assistant coaches Lane Kiffin, wide receivers coach Ed Orgeron. Assistant head coach slash DL slash RC. I don't know what RC means. Apparently they we're didn't have a defensive coordinator. coordinator. I guess Pete Carroll was also the defensive coordinator.
1: That would that's probably, yeah. Idea.
0: Yeah. Please proceed with um, your notes.
1: Is it Jason White? That's right. Oklahoma quarterback? Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Played for like 16 um, years?
1: He threw He threw the worst interception I've ever seen He in my really life. did. And it was like a septuple <laughs> coverage. Like second, there were
3: like yeah, seven red jerseys yeah, back. And and what what
0: White year of eligibility was that? Because didn't he get like a like a medical, a medical redshirt? Red shirt. So and he played he played, he played six years. He was on staff for yes. six years. With staff, and, and he something. was
3: the reigning uh, Heisman Trophy winner from two thousand three, uh, and Liner won the Heisman Trophy in 04, So it was Heisman
1: versus Heisman, and you know all that sort of hoopla. Um, I have a note here that says I guarantee you that I probably had the opinion that Lindell White. No. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Lindale White was better than Reggie Bush. I guarantee you I had that opinion in 2004. It's just something about the Pac-12 that just throws me all off. You yeah, probably d- would uh, have – I uh,
3: Hankins. When, when I was watching the game, I thought Lindale was – he was the power back. And, uh, yeah. You know, Reggie Bush, he, he sold the tickets, but Lindale, like, he's the one who served you lunch. You know what I was, mean? He was – that's right,
0: LenDale White. LenDale White was, if, if if I can kind of craft this into uh, maybe one or two years prior Alabama talk, he was the Santonio Beard to your Shot Williams.
1: <laughs> I like that. I like that analogy,
0: because Santonio San Beard is just a great fucking name. Number two behind Lufa Tatupa. Only <laughs> um, only player I've ever seen actually uh, in person uh, get flagged for an offensive face mask.
2: Hmm.
3: I will say that this game in the first quarter, before I think we get too far down Hankins' uh, list of notes, is it was somewhat competitive. USC got the ball first; uh, they had to punt, and Oklahoma. Took yeah, it was it fourteen to seven in the first quarter. Yards. Yeah. Um,
1: and, and then he threw that shitty interception. He and threw a bad interception, and wrote, wrote.
3: Oklahoma muffed a punt like at
1: the five when the guy
3: should have just like let it die. Well, he tried to pick it up. It that was,
1: play was super weird because he thought. And I thought it, too, as I was watching it. And, A, like, replay has changed how everything works, even in retrospect. I'm like, oh, they're going to review – no, they're not going to review that because that's not something we were doing then.
0: That but, is the hardest thing about watching those old games, too. Old. Yeah.
1: Um, but Oklahoma punted the ball. No, excuse me. USC, USC punted the ball.
3: I think it was 7-7 at this point. And it
1: – yeah. And it looks like – the ball lands on, like, the three-yard line, and it looks like the USC – defender might have touched it to down it if he had done that the offense the Oklahoma player can pick it up and try to advance it and if he fumbles it doesn't matter the ball just goes back to the original place where USC touched it and it would have been Oklahoma's ball well the guy didn't touch it so he fumbles it, and yeah. USC takes over at like the six. So that was another terrible, yes. terrible thing. And that was like the last interesting thing that happened. Other than Matt Leiner throwing two butt-necked wide, open wide receivers. And then when they were covered, him throwing the ball so perfectly that they would just put a hand up and it would land for a touchdown. It was really a decimation.
0: Do you think – do you think Matt Leinart uh, th- just making those dumbass plays? Just uh, when he saw Mark Sanchez do the butt fumble uh, with the Jets, do you think he was like, "Yes, I'm not the dumbest fucking USC quarterback"? <laughs> Finally, we
1: all suck. All of us who were great at USC now—it's so we're looking
0: at you, JDB. So fucking weird. Um, uh, before uh, before we continue with Hankins' notes, talked about USC's coaching staff. Uh, the Bob's the the Oklahoma 2004 coaching staff is incredible. Bob Soups, head coach. Brett Venables, associate head coach, co-defensive coordinator and linebackers. Brett Venables, of course, very long time. Uh, he's been Clemson's uh, defensive coordinator since 2012. Um, he's the Santonio Beard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Dabo's Sean Williams
0: um, Chuck Long Offensive coordinator and Jesus quarterbacks Jesus. coach uh, Chuck Long Was the uh, San Diego State Head coach for, for three years In the, in the 2000s uh, Bo Pelini co-defensive coordinator and Kevin Wilson, uh, who was also a defensive coach, was the Indiana coach uh, from 2011 to 2016, and a little a a, a a popular name in the in the freezer household. Ooh. As long as he's got enough bricks to throw, the tight ends coach was one <laughs> Mister <laughs> Kevin Sumlin. Mm. Mm.
3: So we saw how he did in this game, right? Like, uh, <laughs> I know I know we haven't watched much of Oklahoma yet, but
2: hmm mm-hmm.
3: So let's just say that he his offense was up seven nothing at some point. And then USC went on a fifty five to three run against the Kevin someone team. I could see that happening. A fifty five to three run. I do not think Oklahoma had a tight end. run. Ugh.
0: Yeah, that's that seems summer. like a like a no pay like uh like, yeah. like like a like like a sopranos like I'm in sanitation like no show job yeah. like yeah I'm a tight ends coach for Oklahoma That's what we're not throwing them all to a tight end. That's like that's yeah. like being a tight end for Baylor in the past ten years.
2: <laughs>
0: mm.
1: Um, your thug quotient for the game.
0: Ooh. Um,
1: a young, a young Adrian Peterson. Mm. He, uh, he spanked a child once, mm-hmm. um, but he was thug by inheritance because they kept telling us later in his career about how his father was in jail and couldn't watch his games. I do um, remember that. That sympathy card that they constant, would, throw, would throw at them. Constant. Yeah. Give him the old
0: marking room treatment. He did. That's right. He did.
1: Um, and then Reggie Bush stole a Heisman and then he also stole Kim Kardashian from Nick
0: Cannon who stole her from Ray J mm-hmm. who all lost to Kanye mm-hmm.
1: and one other interesting note uh, that is going to interest no one on this podcast except me I'm going to go ahead and tell say that right off the bat um, but in 2006 both that's Reggie Bush is in the draft, and everybody expects the Houston Texans to take Reggie Bush. Yeah. number one overall. Nope. Well, on draft day, out of nowhere, they decide to take Mario Williams. Yeah. Everybody calls them the dumbest fucks that ever. Was. Yeah, I
0: think they New Orleans. I think they even like actually. I think that that year the Texans. You're right that it was out of nowhere, but I, I distinctly remember. The Texans saying literally like three—it was the Thursday uh, before—it was like a week before the draft, saying that they were going to draft Mario Williams.
1: Yes, yes, because everybody had a week to eat on the story. Like, what do they know? What do they know? What do they know? So
0: they said it.
1: Um, And then, yeah, and then everybody still called them idiots. Yeah. You know, you're stupid, you're stupid. And so— you know, he goes – Mario Williams goes on to have a career. Reggie Bush goes on to have – he's drafted by New Orleans. Goes on to have a career. Um, neither one of them stellar careers. Essentially the same stats. You know, one's offensive player, one's a defensive player. But, like, underwhelming stats mm-hmm, mm-hmm. across the board. Um, both of them played from 2006 to 2016. <laughs> both of them played for uh, the three teams. Actually, uh, Reggie Bush played for four, so didn't have long stays anywhere. At some point, they each played for the Dolphins, not at the same time, but they both wound up going to Miami and had exactly the same number of fumbles forced for Williams as fumbles lost for Reggie Bush oh, the somehow these two were always cosmically linked. Wow.
0: To two bad draft decisions.
1: <laughs> Both were bad decisions as as it would as it were.
0: The Pavlovian response that I have about Reggie Bush wearing a Saints jersey is when <laughs> it was the 2011 draft that like Cam Newton uh, uh, was first. He was the first person to get screwed by the rookie uh, salary cap. You know, then you had uh-huh. Von Miller and uh, Julio Jones. I think JJ Watt was that year. Um, probably Nick Fairley if Cam Newton went out that year too. But Mark Ingram was the 28th pick by the New Orleans Saints. And I was at the 18th Amendment bar singing karaoke because it was a Thursday night uh, in Washington, D.C. And I remember checking my phone after I saw on the TV that Mark Ingram uh, was drafted by the Saints, a running back. And there was a, there was a uh, tweet by uh, Reggie Bush said, well, it's been good, fam. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. Oh, God. So I thought
1: I was going to give a cool thing where I was like, do you know who they could have taken? I have scrolled way down. I'm already I'm all the way down through the first round. Have not named a player yet that had an outstanding career.
0: What you yeah, That was
1: a shit draft. The 2005 draft. Uh, 2000 2006. 2006 Um but so the 05 the, season. The top, so you go yes, you go Mario Williams, Reggie Bush, Vince Young, DeBrickashaw Ferguson, AJ Hawk was okay.
3: Yeah, for Green Vernon Bay, Davis
1: yeah. had some spurts. Yeah? Yeah. Michael Huff, Dante Whitner, Ernie Sims, Matt Leonard, Jay Cutler. Uh, you would have to go to 12 to get a potential Hall of Famer in Halo- Halo- nada That's how far you – somebody named Cameron Wembley went next to the Browns, so you know that guy sucks. <laughs> uh, number 16 shall not be named. <laughs> Go
0: ahead. Who is it? He he went to high school with Hankins and threw a really shitty party in the Shoals. Oh, okay. <laughs> are we talking about? I assume we're talking about Jason Allen.
1: <laughs> you damn right. We are, buddy. You <laughs> damn right, <you> are.
2: <laughs>
3: How bad was this party? Was it like no snacks, no drinks, or
1: what? It was bad no, enough that like, someone
0: put it on Wikipedia. Yeah. Um they did. Hankins, hey, I do have to take issue as a 49ers fan. Vernon Davis is uh, the the pride, the pride of Maryland, the pride of 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 San Francisco when the team was still actually playing there. I would um, like
1: to talk about when his coach said, "Can't win with him." Can't coach with them.
0: Can't have them. No, that's that's singletary, baby. Um, they're they're actually. So I worked with with, with a woman uh, in uh, God, thirteen, fourteen, a coworker whose husband was a tight end at Maryland and held every single weightlifting record as a tight end for the school. And then Vernon Davis got there. <laughs> Can you imagine what burning what, what burning uh
3: Davis. Can you imagine what Kevin someone could have done with him? Like his Oof. tight end prowess could have coached him up even more,
2: right?
0: You know, Hankins. This you're right. Like the first, so Nick Nick Mangold for the Jets. He, he he's he's that was a great pick, but that move, was 29. Yeah. But that's a center. Joseph Adai had a couple of good years for the Colts,
1: but mostly because he played with Peyton Manning.
0: Yeah. And no one was looking. Manny Lawson had some good years with the Niners. Uh, Yeah, not good. Not good. Jay Cutler is literally in the Bahamas right now while his wife Instagrams uh, saying that they're stuck on the island when they're definitely not. (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, he like... Married, Goog- he
3: married the girl from the hills, right?
0: Yeah, Google... Uh, what what the fuck her name is? Calista? Yeah.
3: Carissa? Uh, uh, Cavallari? Kristen, and, Kristen and Cavallari. Cr-
0: Kristen Cavallari and then, like, uh, coronavirus and just see how they're just, like, not being very responsible.
1: I'm sure they're rough. I'm starting it. to understand why USC was
0: so dominant. There was nobody in college football, period. I think... I think this is a uh, so I think I think you're looking at the wrong draft.
1: No, I'm not. He... I'm, not. I'm not.
0: When was when was Lendell White drafted? He would have been the next year.
3: Yeah, he would have been. He got drafted to the Titans. I think. I think he was with the Titans. Yeah, that's right.
0: Lendell White was drafted in 2000. F- oh, 2006. Yeah, 44th. 40, 40. Huh. Interesting. Um, okay. Well. Uh, so I guess the the main before we get to the the main event of our conversation here, which is of course the halftime show. Um, mm-hmm. The main question here, Creel is does Auburn B O U? Because the main thing that we, of course, as Alabama fans, we've heard from Auburn fans time and time and time again. It should have been Auburn. We got fucked by the BCS. Um, you know, uh, I, I, of course I, I, gave to you the, the scores were razor thin, but of course there was a larger gap between Auburn and Oklahoma than there was Oklahoma and, uh, USC. My main, my main philosophy with this is when you schedule games, Mm-hmm. This was the seventh or eighth or ninth year that the BCS was in existence. It mm-hmm. was not a surprise that strength of schedule and quality wins correct were going to factor into to the equation here. When your computers Creole hit the beeps, beep 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 beep
3: beep beep beep. beep. I am a computer. Give me data. Um, beep beep
0: beep. beep. <laughs> the uh, you enter into a season, no matter. I mean. Knowing that if you play Louisiana Monroe, mm-hmm. the Citadel mm-hmm. Lu- and Louisiana Tech, mm-hmm. especially when you play an Alabama team that ends up six and six and an Arkansas team that ends up I think five and six, and I mean, y- you have to play by the parameters that that, that are given to you, you know mm-hmm. um, so.
3: I'll piggyback off that. And they made their bed and they had to lay in it. Um, their schedule did them no favors. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot of meat on the schedule. Uh, they barely beat a terrible Alabama team. And in their bowl game, when the which was played, I think, the night before this Orange Bowl against Virginia Tech, all eyeballs on Auburn, who's been running their mouth for a month about how they were disrespected, you know, and that they're really the best team. They squeaked past Virginia Tech sixteen to thirteen. So there wasn't anything really there. Um, and I think it's clear that USC would have blown their blown them out of the water. And Auburn actually played USC in 0-2 and 0-3 and lost both games. So I don't know what else the computers beep, 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 beep and the sports writers could have done because Oklahoma has was returning the Heisman winner. Oklahoma blasted all the teams on their schedule. Like Sean said earlier, Texas I think went eleven and one that year. That was their best win. Um, you have to go with Oklahoma in this scenario when you're comparing Auburn to Oklahoma.
0: And you know, I, I actually I, I forgot that they lost to USC. You know, the two previous years. Uh, USC those, also in
3: three. They actually got shut out by USC twenty three nothing at Auburn. Um, U-
0: so USC he's... USC even beat Virginia Tech by a couple more points even the same season you know correct. granted it was the f- it was the first game of the season but I think I think the main question is not just does Auburn beat ou in a in a semi semifinals game but is what was the final score 59 to 10 50,
3: 55 to 19 50, 55 19 correct
0: is is Auburn thirty five points at least thirty six points better than Oklahoma in that game?
3: I'm gonna say no. USC was was uh, just unbeatable. I think Auburn loses by forty seven.
0: Hankins, what about you? <laughs> Shit. Do, do Auburn do Auburn fans have a legitimate uh, gripe? Even after you know this is, of course. 15, 16 years ago and you don't hear that much bitching about it after they beat Oregon in the game that we covered two weeks ago. but do they have a legitimate gripe in this scenario? I'll give them a gripe if, if the if the complaint is we were
1: better than Oklahoma, they might have been. Um, I would I, I would probably pick Auburn on a neutral site in that game, but that's based mostly on what I saw from Oklahoma versus USC. So, I mean, that might not be necessarily fair, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if Auburn could beat Oklahoma. Um, and I wouldn't be shocked if even if you look throughout their, their season that they had a better season and played uh, overall a better quality opponents week in and week out. Um, now, certainly the SEC was not what it would come to be shortly thereafter. Um, I, I'll give them that gripe, but I think they're in the catbird seat because they're the eternal runner-up. And you, we can never know what would have happened because they didn't have to go get slaughtered at the altar of USC. Yeah. Because was nobody beating them motherfuckers.
0: No. Well, I mean, the, that's the thing. It's like, you know. USC probably did not score 55 on Auburn. But they still lose. I mean, you know, you look at the, uh, it seems like a, a, trillion, a trillion years ago, but the. The, beast, the the national championship, uh, the, the the playoffs two years ago. You know, Alabama beats the living shit out of Oklahoma. And then they get the living shit beat out of them by Clemson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, does that mean... Who played Clemson in the semis? Uh, Notre Dame? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they got the living shit beat out of them that year. Like it yeah. just seems like those those kind of years, does Notre Dame or Oklahoma really have any type of claim to be like, well, if it wasn't Alabama, we probably would have gotten Clemson that year, though?
1: No. No. And and this the you know, the playoffs have really kind of taught us that. That there usually are two teams that are head and shoulders above everybody else. We've had what? a good semifinal game thus far is that right is it just oklahoma and georgia is that the only that's probably closely contested semifinal
0: oh my favorite was when ohio state got blanked by clemson so i think that was the only good semifinal game (laughs)
2: the ohio
3: state alabama game was okay the year when ohio state won it all they beat alabama in a competitive sugar
0: bowl in the city's Ooh. I mean, I I genuinely don't think the Alabama Washington game was that bad oh, because it took, awful. It was, it was awful. a bad game. That and took three there, that took three and a half quarters for Alabama to pull away. But there was never a doubt. Two and a half yeah,
1: quarters. Lane Kiffin was, was always going on the play, happen. so that's why that one. <laughs> yeah.
0: <got> out. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Freezer. Are you no. saying? Are you now saying that Lane Kiffin was saving his best plays? I, he was. Because it sounds like something that you have criticized, Hankins, about Malzahn for literally two years now.
3: But the thing is, we we saw we see Malzahn week in, week out. We never got to see what Lane actually was keeping but up.
0: He was the um, offensive if, coordinator the entire year. Right. He
1: was fired the game after he didn't coach the next game He yeah.
0: didn't save enough plays
1: We saved. Them. He was saving him
3: for the next game He was saving him, that's what I'm we saying We never
1: saw the next game
3: That's why the Washington game was such a dud Is He's like, I gotta save these plays
0: For the Clemson game Alright, well I think I, I think the takeaway is here uh, uh, Executive producer Darren Kennard, please don't fire us um, And if you are an Auburn fan Or if you're not Please tweet us at TTF Oh fuck, what is our Twitter handle? TTF football at TTF football <laughs> or on Instagram at Throw the Flag. Uh, let us know about uh, what did Auburn get a get a bad deal that year? Did they not? Uh, do you not fucking care? Because sports is dead and and God is dead and coronavirus is going to kill all of us. So uh, let's get to the main event, Creel. And this is. This is really something special. This is probably what people remember most just because the game was never in <clears throat> in uh in question. Yeah, um, so by
3: halftime it's 38 to 7. Oh. People
0: are leaving the stadium. People are leaving bars. Right. Kevin Sumlin is counting those money checks. He is. <laughs> what happens during halftime?
3: So the halftime show is a three-headed uh, star-studded event. Trace Atkins, Kelly Clarkson, and then bringing up the rear is one uh a rookie singer by the name of Ashley oh Ashley Simpson.
1: So sort So of hold on. A-
0: Tr- Trace Atkins Hankins is the country singer with missing like a fingertip, right?
1: Well, he still got it. They just made it they they formed his pinky so he could play a G chord after a Barrel accident.
0: Gross. Um, if you want to <laughs> see the best of Trace Adkins, go ahead and search "Got My Game On." Get my game on by Trace Adkins.
1: I got my game
0: on. I got my game <laughs> <You're> on. <gonna die. laughs> um, so at this point, uh, Krill, you you were you are pro- you were uh, you've always been the the American Idol uh, aficionado. How is yeah. Kelly? Cl- how is Kelly Clarkson opening? For Ashley Simpson, how is Ashley Simpson the the I opening don't know. the main I don't, event here?
3: I don't. I, that's what I don't understand because by this point, Kelly Clarkson had been sort of a. She won her season of American Idol like an 0-2 and this is like a solid almost two and a half years later. So Kelly well, Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson, Clarkson came hits.
0: out with. I mean, you win American Idol, then you. Get the record deal, sure, and then yeah. once you unlock those shackles, then you're yeah. oh, is that something like Mike Le- Leach said?
3: Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. in the closet because
0: mm-hmm. I'm in Alabama. Anyway, um, so you, uh, <laughs> you you get you 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 unlock those shackles and then you 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 start your your your, uh, your yeah I th- record contract. The, to your the own. song
3: she sings is "Since You've Been Gone," which I think she sort of freed herself from the American Idol like tentacles by then and was doing her own stuff. Um, but yeah, the main event is Ashley Simpson, who sort of is this creation of a her. Much more popular sister Jessica Simpson somehow, uh, I don't know if it's MTV or her father or somehow she gets packaged as sort of a pop singer. Yeah, I um,
0: if, if if I remember correctly, and I'm probably wrong about this because I'm wrong about everything. But you know, Jessica Simpson had her own
3: uh, her reality, real, show.
0: reality show with the is this Nick Lachey who was a USC fan. This tuna says chicken of the sea, am I eating chicken, blah, blah, blah. So then her sister, it's the same reason why, like, every Kardashian is famous. Yes. So, like, um... So, uh,
3: from what I read on her Wikipedia, Ashley Simpson sort of, this 04 year is her year. She releases an album, she has an MTV reality show... And then in October of 04, she goes on SNL and gets caught up in a lip-syncing scandal.
0: So this, this – so we'll, we'll definitely explain the lip-syncing scandal, but I had – not I did not realize that this halftime show performance was after yes. SNL. Which sort of wow.
3: – Sort of, I guess, makes sense in how the halftime show plays out because it's so horrible because she actually sings – um, so I guess they're trying to maybe their the record producers buy out the Orange Bowl or something but for whatever reason she gets the gig and the, she's the last one to go In the previous acts before her there's been audio problems with uh, singers not being able to hear or whatnot. but Trace Atkins and Kelly Clarkson are professionals and they struggle through it and they sing their stuff and they pass the baton off to Ashley to close out the show um, and Ashley Simpson is She's a natural blonde But I guess part of her image was She wasn't her sister So she has black hair uh, oh, She's she,
1: rock and roll freezer, She's she a rocker is.
3: She's got an anarchy symbol Like on the drum kit Which is weird I guess she's it's a it's a. F- That's Ashley brother That's That's Ashley. Ashley? It is a okay.
0: flimsier Like punk persona Than Avril Lavigne
3: Yeah, the only problem is she has no talent. Uh, So, you know, she can't... She she feels the pressure from the SNL uh, lip-syncing scandal where it's obviously... They tell her, you know, you can't lip-sync anymore. People are going to be watching with a fine-tooth comb. Yeah, you have to fucking
0: actually sing. She goes out
3: there and tries to sing, and with the audio problems and her lack of talent, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's a, a... it's a gasoline leak and then a dynamite explosion and then, you know, a cement truck like running over a minefield. It's just all these factors coming together for one of the worst performances I've ever seen on live T V by a professional. It's it's terrible. She she screeches, she's yelling, she loses her breath, she's not in rhythm. It's it's just it's just a mess.
0: Can we get to the lyrics?
3: So she decides to not sing her, like, number one hit, which was Pieces of Me, and instead goes with this song called La La, which the lyrics are verse number one. You can dress me up in diamonds. You can dress me up in dirt. You can throw me like a line, man. I like it better when it hurts. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I've waited here for you. I have waited. And then the chorus kicks in. You make me want to la la in the kitchen on the floor. I'll be your French maid when I'll meet you at the door I'm like an alley cat drink the milk up I
0: want more you know what that
3: milk is you make me wanna you make me wanna scream and then you know there's more verses
0: so this is so just it, about just like fucking just fucking it is Fuck, I guess fucking anywhere that's Lala not a bed is,
3: you make me wanna like cream cream is that what Lala is
0: he, I think it's orgasm orgasm, orgasm. I yes. think it's orgasm orgasm.
3: So you make me want to orgasm, orgasm in the kitchen on the floor.
0: You can she- meet me on an airplane or in the back of the bus, you can throw me like a boomerang, I'll come back and beat you up. Yeah.
3: So it's it's a it's an over sexualized song, and then this is presented in her performance where she does a lot of pelvic thrusts and some weird finger wagging uh you know, it's subtext, but it's sort of packaged in this Punk Wait, rock. finger
0: wagging? Like, oh no you don't. She does a little bit of that, you know.
1: Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. <laughs> <laughs> but
3: it is without about a, a miserable performance and the Orange Bowl stadium, like, boos her relentlessly. Yeah.
0: You can hear, hear that so somehow. Too. You can hear that very well. You can hear it, that better than her voice. Her they vocals. don't
3: cut the mics, you know. they let uh-uh. the, the ABC lets the boos come in and it's Twitter had been around back then, or more viral videos and such. It would have it would have been up there for like a week because it's. So Imagine if miserable. the stadium had
1: been more than half full at that point.
3: And that's true. Like I was telling Sean and Hankins before we got on the air, that it's, there's. I think someone has sort of tried to scrub this off the internet because the only videos that exist are aren't great. Um when you try to search for the lyrics for Lala, if you don't type in Ashley Simpson, you get some other rando's uh,
0: version of Lala too. So it's,
3: someone has tried to search for Which, by the way, Hankins, we might internet. have
0: to do on Cold Duck Soup. I, 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 we need to listen to the song, but uh, these lyrics look fucking amazing.
3: Hankins, what were your thoughts on this halftime show?
1: It's everything I could have asked for a halftime show to be. Um, this is, I mean, I don't want to see a halftime show. First of all, nope. even at its best, I don't want to see one. Like, Prince did it good once. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the list. Um, but this thing was so remarkably terrible mm-hmm. uh, that it was perfect. Uh, so I would, I much prefer this halftime show to a half assed, well done one. Make like, it a calamity for me.
0: Like, people people uh, talk about, I don't know, whenever the Packers won 12, 11, 10, whenever the fuck it was. Uh, the Super Bowl halftime show with like Black Eyed Peas being like the the worst of all time. Sure. Um, that is, tw- I mean, Usher was there. That's sixty thousand times better than. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could take or leave Trace Atkins unless he plays.
1: I got my game, bro. <laughs>
0: Kelly Clarkson and I legitimately like, uh, I yeah, think. Yeah,
1: I got no beef with, like, I got no beef with things. I think
0: she's it. great at, at every stage of her career. Anybody who's been, uh, you know, just forced into a fucking movie from Justin to Kelly. And, she, she tries uh, hard. I mean,
3: she, she's got talent.
1: There are you know? times when that duty role will put you on freak patrol. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um... Pretty much always. I I love K- Kelly Clarkson, but this Ashley Simpsons, I I, I I hate it for her. I hate it for her. I did just pluralize I don't hate it for her. She got everything Ashley. She deserved. I, I did just yeah, pluralize she, she, her she wasn't last name. Ready for this. I just called her Ashley Simpsons. She
3: she she, she, uh, she shouldn't have been out there. It was bad management by someone to put somebody this green, who can't sing, out there in a you know one of the most watched sporting events of the year. She shouldn't have been out there.
1: It, I can just that echo part. the point of it really shows you where college football was in the pecking order. Also, that this is college football's big night. It's it's Miami. It's everything. It's it's everything, and they can only scrape together <laughs> Kelly Clarkson, Trace Adkins. Fuck. <laughs> some they were in a position to have Ashley Simpson close the show. Yeah, that tells you everything you need to know about where college football. Was.
0: Yeah, man, like, Kendrick Lamar played the fucking halftime show Georgia-Alabama three years ago. Yep. <laughs> Not
3: sure. When I was out and in it, California, it was Imagine Dragons, so I've never heard of. So I don't know if it's gotten
0: any Those – Kendrick Lamar and Imagine Dragons at their time are a lot gianter than – Kelly Clarkson, Ashley Simpson, and Trace, Trace Atkins combined <laughs> yes. for 2005. Kendra Lamar's "Damn" was probably like the most talked about album that year. Yeah,
1: okay. yeah, for sure. Okay. And, and Imagine okay. Dragons, while I'm not going to listen to them, they are a massive.
0: Act. Yeah, like yeah. they've
1: sang. They've they have they have one of their songs has probably opened every college football game for the last two or three years on ESPN.
0: Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> I think we're at the end, guys.
3: Drop yeah, everything. <laughs> this
0: this game
3: made me want a la-la. If you know what I mean. In
2: the
0: kitchen um, on the floor. So, in the bus, because I want more. <laughs> um, So, guys, I think we do the... I think we just go back to the beginning. I think we go to... Next week, the 1998 season's national championship game.
1: All right,
0: let's just walk let's it
1: down. Yeah. The yeah. very yeah. first BCS, and yeah. that is... Oh, Nelly! Oh, so, long. So, long. so long, we've been picking up One, number two, we're taking it up Peyton Manning is not here.